When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see we have a very special guest with us. It is my wife, Carrie Staggs. She has been dying to get on here and be giving her thoughts on the Tennessee Titans, everything going on with them. Uh, if you follow her on Twitter, you've probably seen her go off on there a time or two. So, yeah, we got her on the show. We're going to be recapping the Titans' loss to the Texans this past Saturday and also previewing the Titans' game against the Cowboys tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football. Now, before we get into all that, if you're watching here on YouTube, have to tell you how you can support the show. Make sure, back out of that live chat, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. If it's red, click it. Turn it gray. We're trying to hit 800 to 1,000 subscribers before the end of this year. We're at like 509 right now. We got to make one hell of a push to hit our goal, but I believe in y'all. I know y'all can help me get to it, and I appreciate that. And go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Get those likes up. I want those likes rolling in. Share this video out so we can get more Titans fans in here. I mean, let's face it. The Titans are on a five-game losing streak. If you've looked at the injury report for tomorrow's game, everyone needs to get in here and vent a little bit. I mean, it's just, it's just how it is. So let's share this video out. Get more people in here. If you're a Texans fan or if you're a Cowboys fan that ends up joining this podcast, you know what, Texans fans, you've earned the right to talk your shit. You you have. And Cowboys fans, y'all are probably going to earn that right tomorrow. So, And y'all been having one hell of a season anyway. Now, the audio version of this podcast will be up a little bit later tonight. Go check it out on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Make sure you're following the podcast on those platforms. Just type in Titans Time Podcast. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a review. It helps the show out tremendously. Also, check me out on social media. Been very active on TikTok. Uh, go follow me there, at Titans Time. Follow me on Twitter, at Titans underscore time. Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. Facebook, Titans Time. Probably should have put my wife's Twitter on here, but I will let her shout that out a little bit later on if she wants to uh, get some followers there. 
Uh, I do know we have some people in the building here going to hit y'all's comments right quick saying tighten up and got Josh Allen laying there on the uh, on the grass looking like he either got sacked. I don't know if he's looking for a big play going down the field or what. But, yeah, appreciate you being here. And we definitely want to know y'all's thoughts on the Titans right now. But to start out, we got to talk about this loss to the Texans. Now, this is a loss, and if you follow me on TikTok, you got my initial thoughts right after this game. I've not been happy, and I've said it again. This loss was just flat-out embarrassing. That That's what it was, embarrassing. It was a game that the Titans should have won. The defense, for the most part, and I'm saying for the most part, played well enough to have the Titans in position to win the game, even with the offense struggling. Now, the offensive struggles, they were expected. You have a rookie quarterback out there behind a patchwork offensive line, receivers that, for the most part, struggle to get open aside for aside from one or two guys, if we did have big plays, they were called back for holding. And not to mention, we still have Todd Downing calling the offensive plays. So, either way, though, all across the board, the blame goes to everybody. From the coaches to the players, the offense, the defense, the special teams, it's on all of them. Now, I know... A lot of the talk going around here lately on Twitter has been about Malik Willis and his play. And I put out a tweet after the game asking people that, asking everyone that's been hating on Malik Willis, what were their true expectations for him for this game? Going into the season, I said that Malik Willis should not start this year. If he did end up starting, it was going to be because Ryan Tannehill got hurt. But other than that, I didn't feel like Malik Willis needed to touch the field unless it was some special package that the Titans had for him where he come in near the goal line and done a read option with Derrick Henry or if you bring him in and you've ran that read option several times and just let him hit a quick pass over the middle. Now, Going into this game, again, I repeat, you have a third-round rookie quarterback behind a patchwork offensive line who gives up pressure like crazy. I mean, we got one offensive lineman that even when the ball snapped, he doesn't get out of his stance and lets the defensive end come around him and be right on Malik Willis in less than two seconds. What's he supposed to do? And Todd Downing, again, is calling the plays. So what were the expectations for Malik Willis? You got people acting, you know, talking about his stats, this and that. Look, I get it. They haven't been great. We have seen some flashes from him. Yes, and I will let Carrie have the mic here in a minute to be getting her thoughts out there. I promise I'm not just going to hog it the whole time. But, yes, he made mistakes. The first interception that he threw against the Texans, that was 
a big momentum killer because the Titans had a chance to be driving down the field and maybe make something happen. I feel like he never saw the guy, and he threw the pick. Now, the second interception that he had in this game, it was on the Hail Mary to try and win the game. At first, my initial reaction right after the game is I said I didn't know who he was throwing it to. Because it, from my angle, it looked like he was throwing it to nobody except for a Texans player. After seeing a different view of it, though, I get what happened. He was going for trailing Burks. Could have been a little bit of defensive pass interference. The cornerback had Traylon Burks wrapped up. He wasn't able to come and try and make a play on the ball, which left it wide open for the Texans player to pick it off. But blame even goes to Henry for this Texans game. Said it in my TikTok. I'll repeat it here. Henry is not without blame. Over the last several games, he's had some fumbling problems. Now, whether we've lost those fumbles or not, Either way, he's been having fumbling problems. And that's something that he's got to get back in the lab and get fixed because his fumble against the Texans came at an extremely bad time. Again, the Titans were driving down the field. They were on the Texans' side of the field. Could have ended up in position to kick a field goal or possibly go score another touchdown. Henry fumbled. Texans recovered. It killed all the momentum in the drive. Now, the defense, like I said, for the most part, I feel like they played well. But when it came down to it, they ended up giving up the go-ahead touchdown for the Texans. So they didn't play well enough. Again, not putting all the blame on the defense because for the most of the game they played good. But that's why I'm saying everyone is to blame for this loss. Now, before I give Carrie a chance to take over the mic here and be giving her thoughts, I am going to ask her some questions. I do want to get to y'all's comments because I do see them coming in. We have Alex saying, yo. We have Titan Fox saying, hey, good to see you, Tyler and Carrie, at the same time. Uh, Titan Fox saying, patchwork is an overstatement. We have the five stooges. <laughs> I, I like that, and I think Dennis Daly is three of them. Um, William saying, I might have to give up on the Titans if Downing is back next year. I really hope Todd Downing is not back. Um, William saying, Downing, if not talented enough to come up with play, play, is not talented enough to come up with plays for Willis. And, yeah, I, I agree. He doesn't know how to game plan for Willis. I mean, the first half of the Kansas City game, he had it figured out. But maybe he was drunk that first half and forgot how to call. You know, he forgot what he called after he sobered up. Uh, Titan Fox says, zero expectations. He can't even try to prove himself while running for his life two seconds after every snap. Even Brady would look terrible behind our O-line. As old as Brady is behind this offensive line, he might be, yeah, <laughs> he he would be on injured reserve next. We got our buddy Titans Rossi in here saying, what's going on, guys? Carrie live in the flesh. Yep, she wanted to get on here, man, so had to let her. Uh, Titans Fox saying four fumbles on the season. He injured his uh, foot, not his hand. Last 
Uh, something like that. I can't remember for yeah, sure. Titans are also saying that fumble was the turning point of the game to him. Um, Williams saying Willis double pumped on the uh, interception to Burks. If he would have thrown the ball quickly, uh, it wouldn't have been an interception. So, yeah, I guess that's where I first want to go and uh, letting Kerry get in here and vent some. I want to know both your thoughts on the loss to the Texans and what your expectations were for Malik going into this game. So, obviously, the loss sucked, right? I mean, they'd only won one game before us, so that's kind of embarrassing. But um, oh, And right quick, because I'm, I know Titans fans have been catching a lot of flack for losing to the Texans. I want to ask the chat, do y'all know who the Texans' other win was against? I'll let y'all answer that in the chat before I get back to it here in a minute. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tyler. Anyways, um, yeah, so it was, even as embarrassing as it was, I feel like it was a game that we were in. Did I, t did I touch no, you're something? Good. You're good. Oh. Okay, we were in until the end. You know, I felt like um, there was chances, you know, up until the end. So that kind of, like, I guess the energy. There was maybe some people who left, like, earlier on. But overall, anyways, I – it's weird. After, like, three games into our losing streak, as bad as this is to say, I kind of didn't have my expectations too high, even though this was the freaking Texans. Like – Yes, the Jags game. After that, I was just like, I don't know. Uh, I still stand there, and I cheer every single time that, uh, you know, the Texans had the ball. I was screaming my head off trying to, you know, help with the false start situation. And uh, I'm there, you know, until the clock's hit zero, obviously. But it's just my expectations. So, I don't know. This game, like, yeah, it sucked. It was embarrassing, but it was almost like deep down inside, I wasn't, like, super surprised, unfortunately. Uh, as far as Malik, I feel like people are expecting him to be the savior of the Titans, and I feel like he has really great potential moving forward with the Titans, but like Tyler's kind of already said, it's kind of crazy to expect a whole lot of him right now because the rest of our team is fragmented and broken, and um, honestly, I, I saw a lot of good things out of Malik. Okay, like he was moving a lot more than I remember Tannehill ever moving. Um, he was, I think at one, there was one play that stood out to me where he dropped the ball, but he picked it back up and he made a throw that ended up being a catch, I believe. Mm. Um, so I don't know, to me, like that spoke volumes that he was like, oh, shoot, I messed up. But like he fixed it really quick. Um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like I didn't see any quit in the guy. And um, I've seen that in Tannehill after he's gotten, like, sacked and stuff, he just, like, has a different approach. He plays safer. He doesn't run as much. And, you know, so with Malik, I just kind of saw him, like, giving it his all. I don't know. As, as much as you can expect out of the guy, I think he did great. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think that's the biggest thing is, like, from a lot of what I'm seeing on Twitter, is – as far as people's expectations for Malik, now, 
I'm not someone that was calling for Tannehill to be benched or anything. I even said several times that, you know, Ryan Tannehill gives this team the best chance to win. But it seems like some people out there are were expecting Malik to come in and at least match the level of play that Tannehill was at. Now, I do agree with Kerry that one thing that's been different with Malik than what we we have seen with Tannehill is Malik's been moving more. He'll take off running. Now, I know Tannehill's been dealing with uh, the ankle injury. I blanked there for a minute. But he's been dealing with the ankle injury, hasn't been as mobile this year. But still, it, it's a, a dynamic that Malik brings with his ability to run. And as far as comparing the two, Tannehill's been in the Titans system longer than Malik has. Tannehill is also a veteran quarterback. He's been in the league a long time. He's been in Todd Downing's offense for the second year now. So where this is Malik's first year. So I, I think people need to give Malik more of a chance and not be as harsh on him. And I know the it's going to be probably even worse after the Cowboys game. I mean, and we'll get into the injury report and all that. But uh, I did want to say when I popped up the Jags comment from William Young and now even from uh, Alex, yes, the Jags were were the other team that the Texans beat. The Texans beat the Jaguars earlier in the year. So you're talking about two teams fighting for the AFC South that lost to the Texans. So Jags fans can't get on us too much there. Um, Rossi says we had chances in that game and didn't capitalize. Cunningham dropped the interception and then the Henry fumble. And, yes, that dropped interception, that would have been big because if Cunningham would have caught that, he had some running room as well. Um, William says I think Willis has improved in every game this year. And I agree. Um if you look at Willis in the first Texans game versus the Chiefs game versus the time that he got to play in the Chargers game and then this game, um, obviously, again, this game, this last game, he could have played better. Um, I do feel like the play calling wasn't necessarily in his favor this game. Uh, but he's been looking more comfortable than he did in that first game. Now, the game against the Chiefs, uh, the first half, you know, he looked great in it, and people want to talk about his throwing, this and that. I think they forget in that first half of the Chiefs game and even on throughout the game, Malik had some absolute dimes of throws, and a couple of them, the receivers just dropped. I mean, it hit them right in the hands. Malik put the ball where it was supposed to be. But yet we still hear people talking about him struggling to throw the ball. You know, you, you got to give the guy more than what he has. And you have to cut him some slack as a rookie quarterback. 
We also have Ryan Harris in here saying, what's up, everyone? Ryan, hope you're doing well, man. Uh, Titan Fox said, I saw Malik quit on trying to draw the defense off sides because he thought it was funny. I was dying laughing, but sad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, overall, again, thoughts on the loss to the Texans. It, it sucks because that was a chance for the Titans to another chance to beat a team that they should have beat. They let it slip away. You know, it, it's happened two weeks in a row now. You had the Chargers game where they were in it until the very end, and then this game. And if they had been able to hold on in those games or get the stop in the Chargers game, force overtime, and possibly score again, we're talking about a different scenario for the AFC South, for the Titans record, where everyone's morale is. But when it comes down to it, the reality is Titans are on a five-game losing streak right now. And games aren't the only things that they're losing. They keep losing more players to injury. Uh, when are the losses going to stop? I mean, it something's got to give. And before we jump into previewing the Cowboys game, giving our thoughts on that, I do want to right quick hop into the Best Bets segment presented by DraftKings. Now, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and it's definitely my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Now, whether it be their same-game parlays, their easy and fast payouts, player prop options, just so many things that make DraftKings the go-to betting app. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if that team does win. Now, check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% profit boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, and the bigger the payout you can possibly win. Simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show details for more on that. And I do have to give y'all what I think my best bet is going to be for this week. And like I always say beforehand, this is not betting advice. This NFL season has not been good for me, betting-wise. Um, I've definitely lost a lot more than I have won. But, yeah, so that's why this is not betting advice. I'm just I'm going to leave it at that. Looking at the lines for the Titans and Cowboys game tomorrow night, the Cowboys have opened up as 12 point, or not opened up, but right now they're sitting at 12 point favorites. Now, the Titans have surprised me before in games where they should have been counted out of them, they find a way to win. 
Um, this one, I don't think that that's going to be the case. Now, as far as if the Cowboys can cover 12 points, I think that's more likely than not. But I'm actually going to go with the over on this game for points. Right now, the points are sitting at 39 and a half. I think um, the Cowboys end up scoring enough that their score will be high enough that the Titans don't have to score too much for the over to hit. So that's what I'm going to go with is the over. Um, Now, Titan Fox says, we've only had three games where we've been blown out. Bills, Eagles, and Jags, every other one was – Within a single score, we are so close to 11-3, and three, just not close enough. And then saying, dang, they were 10-point favorites this morning. Uh, what happened in a day? And, Fox, I'm glad you asked that question because that leads us into talking about the injury report for the Titans. And the injury report is, is exactly what happened to uh, why the Cowboys are now 12-point favorites. Because as of right now, the Titans have three players listed as doubtful for this game. And those players are Danico Autry, Christian Fulton, and Derrick Henry. Now, if I had to take a wild guess, since it does say doubtful, I'm going to say these three guys are not going to play. Along with those guys, players that have already been ruled out for this game include Dylan Cole, Zach Cunningham, Bud Dupree, Amani Hooker, Nicholas Petit Friere, uh, obviously Ryan Tannehill, Josh Thompson, and Jeffrey Simmons is out. So, yeah, Fox, that is exactly what happened and why Vegas has moved the odds to Dallas covering even more of a spread. Um,. William said, I think it's better this way by them losing to to Houston and Dallas because the Titans are in a win-win situation. If we beat the Jags, we're in the playoffs. If not, we have a top-ten pick. And, you know, I guess that could be a good way to look at it. Um, For me, heading into this Cowboys game and seeing a lot of the players that are going to be out, I want to put this out there, and then I'm going to let uh, Carrie give her thoughts on this game, this upcoming game some. Um, from the Titans' standpoint, I understand wanting to let these players rest this week since the Dallas game has no implication whether they win or lose on if they get into the playoffs. I understand resting these players, letting them get healthy for the Week 18 game down in Jacksonville. However, my counter-argument for that is this Titans team needs a win very badly. As I mentioned, they are, they are on a five-game losing streak. You can tell that the morale in the locker room is down. Guys are frustrated. They have no momentum going right now. So if this team 
wants to get into the playoffs and have a chance of making a run. They need a win to fix that. If their main players were to play and they got a win against the Cowboys, that would boost the morale in the locker room. Players would be less frustrated. They would have some momentum going into that game against Jacksonville. But as far as those guys playing, that's not going to be the case. We're going to have to rely on digging down deep into our roster and seeing if these guys can overcome the Cowboys. Now, Cowboys, there's been times where teams that they've gone up against shouldn't have a chance against them and the Cowboys fold. Will that be what happens this week? I really don't think so. But again, from the Titans' standpoint, I can get why they want to rest these guys and let them get healthy for that game against Jacksonville where the winner claims the AFC South and a playoff spot. Um, Titans Fox says, OMG, this is a tank to save our good players for the Jags or for the draft pick. And then says, we need a strength and conditioning staff. Most injuries two years in a row is unfair to the players and our fans. And Fox, I completely agree. Our whole strength and conditioning coaches staff needs to be kicked out the door as soon as the season is over, and we need to find some new guys that can actually have our guys out on the field and limit these injuries. Now, Kerry, I do want to know, after hearing all the guys that are going to be out for this game, the guys that are doubtful, and this doesn't even include the players that the Titans might name as healthy scratches or inactive an hour before the game or an hour and a half before the game tomorrow. So what are your thoughts heading into this game? Well, I don't think I'm going to be expecting much. I'll still be cheering like I don't believe that. But um, (laughs) I just don't see – I kind of agree with everyone else. Like, I do feel like it looks very obviously like it's a rest game um, and that they're going to be putting in a lot of their backups and we're just going to take the L (laughs) from the beginning, unfortunately. And I do want to connect some things, and maybe I could be off – I could be totally off on this – but I feel like the Titans as a whole was like kind of starting to crumble before the season ever started. We had a few pillars that were strong. We had our Derrick Henry. We had our Ryan Tannehill, which some people may or may not call a pillar. We have our Mike V, right? But we had some pieces like John that, you know, ended up contaminating everything around them. And I feel like Once John was pulled, it was like the brick that crumbled everything else. And people can say it didn't have or shouldn't have a big effect on how a team plays if the GM is gone. But I feel like somehow it did. And maybe that effect was just like not something we happened to see until he was gone. And it was there all along, if that makes sense. So I feel like... I'm saying all that to say, moving forward, I feel like people are looking at the big picture. 
the staffing is looking at the big picture. Our coach is looking at the big picture and thinking this season is over. And like some people have mentioned, that top 10 draft pick, I think that's very realistic. I think that's what they're going for. I think they're just done. They're done for the season, and they're going to hopefully kick out some staffing coaches, like you guys are saying, uh, you know, strength and conditioning, Todd, I mean, the classics. They got to go. They do. And we need just like a whole big ass revamp. That's what I got to say. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it straight from her. Um, and let's see. We have Stanley Wilson in here saying, now, if we set out and still not win against the Jags, I'm telling you now, I'm getting in my Ford Bronco, driving from Memphis to Nashville, and somebody is going to have to give me some answers. And again, Stanley, that's been my point with the resting players against the Cowboys for the Jaguars game. That, like, again, I get it, and it sounds good on paper, but if you do that, your guys get healthier, and you still go down to Jacksonville and lose, what what good did it do? I mean, really, what good did, did that do, setting these players out? Because, again, I feel like the momentum, if you were to play those guys and get a win against a good Cowboys team and have that momentum going in against the Jaguars – have that built-up better morale could go a long way. Uh, Titan Fox saying TTP is a pure gentleman. Did anyone see how delicately he handed the mic over? Adorable. Hey, you know, got to take care of my woman, Fox. <laughs> got to make sure she's good. Um, Titan Fox says, Stanley, if you go rogue, take out Downing. And says, just kidding. Hey, you know, Stanley... Downing's got to go somewhere or another. <laughs> Maybe you'd be the one to drag him out. I, I'm not saying do anything bad to him. I'm just saying drag him out the building. Like, do you want him in the building? It's not our place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, William's saying it's starting to look like that, Carrie, about J-Rob. And, you know, that could be a good point. That could be affecting things. But now... To close out the show, um, right quick, Stanley got another comment for us saying the only chance we have at Downing uh, is through Nashville Metro PD. <laughs> um, to end the show, we do want to give our score predictions. I want y'all to go ahead and be giving me y'all score predictions in the chat. If you have any bold predictions for this game as well, let me know those. Uh, and we will get to them. I'm going to ask Carrie first, what is going to be your score prediction for this game? Who do you have winning? Well, despite what I said earlier, Titans do seem to win <laughs> games that they should not and lose games that they should not. Right? That is that is the Titans. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, my actual score prediction – is 28-6 and Titans loss. All right, so you're saying Dallas is going to win 28-6. to Man, not even giving the Titans a touchdown. Just field goals. 
field goals. Big old Randy gonna do us good. <laughs> um, got a couple of score predictions coming in here. Stanley says Dallas twenty four, Titans ten. William says Cowboys thirty four, Titans seven. Um, Titan Fox says momentum side. Imagine Simmons gets an ACL or Malik. Where does that leave us in the offseason going into next year? And, Fox, that's a good point. But at the same time, a counter-argument for that is Simmons plays in the Jaguars game. And that happens. You know, obviously, fingers crossed that it doesn't. But that can happen in any game. You know, the main reason they're having Simmons set out right now is to try and give his ankle some rest, let that heal up some. And, again, I get it. I do. But... Like Stanley said, if you set these guys out, let them get healthier, and you still go to uh, Jacksonville and lose, what happens then? Titan Fox says, score prediction with no Autry or Simmons is 32-6, to Cowgirls. And, you know, y'all have been, the, the scores have pretty much been where I expected them to be. Um... And I actually earlier went on a Cowboys podcast with them. And most of the time, I am very optimistic heading into Titans games. I've told y'all this before on here. Usually in the regular season, when it comes to week by week picking the games, I hardly ever pick against the Titans. And I've had to break that a couple of times this year. And really, I thought this was your first time. Nope i I've, I've picked a couple of other teams to uh, to beat them. So for this game, obviously I want the Titans to win. I'm gonna be there cheering for them to win, given everything I have. Ultimately, though, I think the Cowboys end up winning this game, thirty-eight to ten. I don't think it's close. I think Dallas is – they may possibly be without Pollard for their offense. But overall, with the pieces that we have out on defense, Dallas has good receivers. They still have Ezekiel Elliott, who has his times where he plays like the old Zeke. But the biggest thing is the Dallas defense. The Dallas defense is good. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, they do give up uh, some rushing yards, but we're probably going to be without the king. So without him, this is going to be our first real look at Hassan Haskins for this year, with him being the lead back. What can he do? I think Micah Parsons is questionable for this game. But if he plays, we've seen how bad Dennis Daly is against some outside linebackers and defensive ends. Can you imagine him going up against Micah Parsons? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be good. I do, Like I said, I do give the Titans 10 points. I think they maybe score a garbage time touchdown. And obviously, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Titans find a way to keep it close and I hope they find a way to score touchdowns. That's just not what my mind tells me right now. 
So, again, for this game, I am going with the Cowboys 38, Titans 10. Um, Titans Fox says it best. Win, lose, or tie, Titans fan until I die. That should be on a T-shirt. That's right. I'll... I'll always be repping the two-tone blue. Um, Titans Fox says, also watch for Lamb stats. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be rough. And uh, <laughs> William talking about daily there. Guys, I think that's going to be all that we have for y'all tonight. We wanted to come in here, need to do some venting about the Texans game, need to talk about Malik some. Wanted to give our thoughts on the Cowboys game. And like we said, we are going to be there at the game tomorrow night. We will be cheering. We know Dallas fans are going to be there. And more than likely, they're probably going to be the ones leaving the stadium happy. But we're still going to be giving it. They're giving it all for the boys. Cheering them on. Two-tone blue all the way. So, yeah. Carrie, you have anything else you need to say? Good thing Broadway's close by. <laughs> oh, I, she's already looking forward to Broadway. Everyone, thank y'all for tuning in tonight, being active in the chat. Like I said, if you're in the chat, haven't already subscribed, back out of the live chat, hit that subscribe button. Make sure leave a like on the video, share the video out, find the audio version of the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just type in Titans Time Podcast. Go give the audio version a listen. Even if you're here in the YouTube chat, make sure to go listen to the audio version. It helps the show out a lot. Leave that five-star rating. Leave con- or leave reviews for it. Uh, find me on social media, TikTok, at Titans Time, Twitter, at Titans underscore time, Instagram, Titans Time Podcast, Facebook, Titans Time Carrie, let them know your Twitter so they can go follow you as well. I think it's Carrie Liz ninety four, isn't it? I, I that sounds I right. I literally don't even know. So try and let her shout out her own Twitter, and <laughs> she, she messes me up. So everyone, again, thank y'all for joining tonight. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up. Tighten up. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, I sweat on my brow.